0: Story Pirates podcast listeners, Lee here. We'll be back on March 4th with all new episodes of the Story Pirates podcast. But in the meantime, here is another episode celebrating our favorite and weirdest stories from the Story Pirates archives. We are calling it Story Pirates Deep Cuts. We'll get into our first deep cut after this quick word for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! if you live in the Midwest United States, you can bring your kids to see Story Pirates live on the Amazing Adventure Tour, proudly sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. You can find tickets at storypirates.com live. Shows feature Eric from the Story Pirates podcast and Peter hosting in Wisconsin and Illinois. The Amazing Adventure Tour is headed to these cities in May. Iowa City, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Akron, Ohio, Plainfield, Indiana, Milwaukee and Madison, Wisconsin, featuring Peter, Skokie and Juliet, Illinois, also featuring Peter. We really would love to see you there. That ticket link again is storypirates.com live. Now back to the show. This first story is called The Donut is Right. And I chose it because I love game shows. And I especially love the game shows that kids come up with because they're so weird. And in this story, the author actually does an incredible job of making the game show host as weird as possible which is really important because a game show needs to have weird games, of course, but it also needs weird characters. Maybe after you hear this story, you can write your own weird game show and weird game show host. Here's the author to introduce it. I'm Ria, I'm 15,
3: I live in Canada, and this is my story, The Donut Is Right.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it's Wednesday at 3 a.m., so you know what that means. It's time to play no one's favorite game show. The
4: Donut
2: is Right! Welcome your host with the most donuts, Edgar, Oscar, Isaac, Princeton,
4: the 11th!
5: I've got 100 million donuts, but there's only one that makes me go nuts. Can you guess my favorite one? Because there's only one donut that I like. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the donut is right as always we are recording live in beautiful downtown LA in a tiny studio in the middle of an alley and why do we record in the middle of an alley? (laughs) No, I'm actually asking, why do we record in this tiny studio? Where's my producer? Ted, what's the deal? Oh, um, we producers are on a very tight budget. Okay, well, I can't argue with that. Anyway, you all know how the game works. A whole bunch of people show up outside our tiny studio in an alley, and five are chosen randomly. All right, let's start picking. Ted, open the doors! Everybody
0: calm down, okay, back up, back up. I'm only picking five, okay, only five. You, 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 not you, you, and you.
5: Everyone
2: else better luck next week. Close the door, please close the door.
1: As
5: always, that was insane. Let's
2: meet our contestants. From Pensacola, Florida, it's Nayla Shimsky. Nayla,
5: welcome to The Donut Is Right. Why don't you tell us a little bit about me?
3: I'd be happy to, Edgar. I would describe you as a very skinny
2: man with a huge head.
5: Wow, must be a lot of brains in there.
2: <laughs> Who's next? Next, from Nome, Alaska, it's Ailey Circle.
5: Ailey all the way from Alaska? My goodness. Tell me, Ailey, what do you think of my name? Edgar Oscar Isaac Princeton the 11th.
2: Frankly, sounds fake.
5: That's because it is. Who's our next contestant?
2: From Bemidji, Minnesota, say hello to Mads Brownshoe.
5: Welcome, Mads. Tell us, can you believe that this show has been on the air for 54 years now and no one has ever won? You know, Edgar, I was just telling my wife and that- let's meet our last two contestants real quick.
2: From other places, it's Marvin and Shaquille.
5: Welcome to you both. Sorry we don't have a budget for any more microphones, so why don't you just give everyone a good way? Nicely done! Now you all know how the game works, but let's hear the rules (gasps) one more time!
2: Edgar, our contestants have to try 100 million different kinds of donuts while they listen to you talk about your family, and if they can guess which donut is your favorite, they will win a billion donuts to take home! Wow,
5: a billion donuts? You know, I'm starting to see why the budget is so tight we're on such a tight budget?
0: Yeah, the fact that we have to make 100 million donuts every episode for the contestants to taste and also have another billion on hand in case someone wins has strained the budget.
5: That makes sense. Well, sounds like a heck of a deal for these contestants, but tell us, what happens if they guess wrong?
2: Edgar, if our contestants guess wrong, they will be dunked into a hundred-foot-tall bucket of warm donut glaze!
5: Wow, that sounds terrifying.
2: And delicious!
5: Anyway, it's time to play the game. Ted, let's bring out those 100 million donuts!
0: All right, back it up. Okay, careful, there's not a lot of room here. Okay, just this way. Oh, watch out for the camera! Okay, that's good. All right, dump the donuts.
5: Wow! That is a lot of donuts. Thanks, Ted. So, contestants, you know the drill. Once you hear the donut buzzer, you will start trying every single one of these 100 million donuts while I talk about my family. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, audience, count with me in
0: three, two, one, donuts.
5: You know, the thing about my family is that I think we're all equally afraid of vulnerability. (laughs) For example, my brother Kevin James Joyce Carroll Oates Princeton VIII. He's too scared to even shake hands with anyone, let alone open up.
2: We'll be right back after these messages.
3: Do you love donuts? Do you think donuts are good? Well, come on down to Marge's Donuts. We got a lot of them, and they're good, too. But don't take my word for it. Ask one of our many satisfied customers. Like this one. Oh boy, I love these donuts. Real good. I tell ya. Real good. See? What'd I tell ya? Satisfied. And a real customer. So come on down to Marge's Donuts. You'll probably like them. Okay, thanks. Bye. Okay, how do I press stop? Do you think they could tell that you are my nephew?
2: (laughs) And welcome back to The Donut is Right!
5: And after that, my mother never signed me up for team sports again would you look at that? It looks like our contestants have already finished trying all 100 million donuts. Now is their chance to guess which one is my favorite. Nayla, tell us which one you think it is.
3: Is it the Boston cream? Ooh,
5: nope. Looks like once again a contestant has guessed wrong, which means it's time to say hello to this 100-foot bucket of warm donut glaze directly below you. <gasps> That's okay because the glaze is yummy. Ooh. Thanks for playing, Nayla.
3: Thanks, Edgar. I really... <laughs>
5: Oh! Ailey, it's your turn. Which donut do you think is my favorite?
3: French cruller.
5: Ooh, sorry, no. Oh,
3: shoot! I really thought I was-
5: Not even close. Mads! Jelly! Good gravy, no. Marvin, you still don't have a microphone, but what do you think? Close, but totally wrong. Well, it looks like we're down to our last contestant. Chacayle, guess which one of these donuts is my favorite? Ooh, looks like she's thinking. Well, okay. We're in no rush. It's not like she's going to guess that my favorite donut is a plain donut. No one ever
0: does. Uh, Edgar, what did you
5: say? What? Nothing? I was just thinking silently in my head. No, you just said that out loud. You slipped up. What? Well, it looks like Shaquille has her answer. All right, I guess I'll give you my microphone. What's your answer, Shaquille?
3: Plain donut? Shaquille!
2: You just won one billion donuts! Wow!
3: I won! Boy, I
5: really slipped up by whispering the answer. Weird that I did that for the first time in 54 years, but I guess I'm free from this insanity. Congratulations, Shaquille. I'm impressed. Here is one billion donuts! Alright,
1: back it up. Slowly. Slowly! Watch out for my car. Wow, a billion donuts.
5: It doesn't get much better than this. Oh, does it? The Guinness World Records?
0: That's right. I'm from the Guinness World Records, and I have for you an award for being the only person to ever win The Donut Is Right in all eternity. Wow.
5: Well, it seems like this national nightmare is finally over.
0: (laughs) Thanks so much for
5: tuning in, and we won't see you next time here on... The The Donut Is Right!
2: The donut is right. Was brought to you by Marge's Donuts. Psst,
3: Marge, you're on. Huh? Huh? What? Oh, yeah. Gotta love a donut. Buy my donuts. The end.
0: Yep, that was indeed a deep cut. Did you recognize Peter's voice in that last story? Wasn't he so good at being that weird game show host? Like, how does he even do that? I guess it helps that he's weird in real life. Okay. Time for another Deep Cuts. This is called Pet Store or Food Store. And I chose it because it's a good example of a story that rests entirely on its premise, which means that there is a concept, or in this case, a question, Pet Store or Food Store, that the story explores very deeply. It's less about the characters, or even about what happens in the story. It's just about looking at that one question in a bunch of different ways, which is also kind of like telling the same joke over and over, and it gets funnier every time. Maybe that will make more sense after you listen to the story. Here's the author to introduce it. My
3: name is Eli. I'm seven years old. I live in North Carolina. This is my story,
4: store <laughs> Fruit Store.
1: Has this ever happened to you? Excuse me, do you sell hamsters at this pet store? Pet store? Uh, buddy, this is a police station.
2: Oh, whoops. Or how about this? How much for that tree-climbing donkey? What, that's a pinata? And you were not invited to this birthday party. I've
3: made a terrible mistake. Or what about this? Pardon
4: me, pet store owner? Is that mini poodle in the window for sale? Madam, how many times do I have to tell you that's a mini van? This is a car dealership and we closed 20 minutes ago!
1: I'm sorry, I still don't understand. Are you tired of not knowing the difference between a pet store and something that's not a pet store? Yes! Well then come on down to the very weird pet store! Hello, welcome to the very weird pet store. What would you like? Uh, Hi, I've been all over town and I keep mistaking things for pet stores. This is a pet store, right? Of course it is. What are you looking for? A dog? Sorry, we don't have dogs. We have hot dogs. Oh, do you have pancakes? Do we? Order up, one pancake. Here you go. (laughs) Okay, so I have a pancake. Now what? Wait, do I have to buy it? No. Great. Mm Delicious. Another satisfied customer. Actually, I just had a thought. Are you sure this is a pet store and not a food store? A common misconception, but I can assure you that this is definitely a pet store. Good enough for me. So come on down to the very weird pet store. I promise, we're a pet store! Hi, I'm
2: looking to buy a guinea pig. Do you
1: have any? Sorry, fresh out. Darn. But we do have prosciutto-wrapped cod with lemon caper butter. Yes, please.
5: One cod, order up.
1: And here you are. Can I get you anything else? No, this is perfect. Thanks. Fantastic. Please enjoy your pet. Cheers. See, I told you we're a pet store, but don't take my word for it. Listen to these dramatic readings of our online reviews.
0: If you're looking for an extra special dining experience with family, friends, or even a special someone, I can't recommend this pet store enough. While I never got that goldfish I was looking for, I wouldn't trade that skillet chicken tetrazzini for anything. Plus it was free. Five stars.
3: You know, this pet store seemed a lot like a food store to me because, you know, they didn't have any pets, just food. But it was pretty good, so five stars.
2: Three Words, this is a very delicious pet store. Five stars!
1: You see, we're a pet store! Excuse me, table for one. Of course, right this way. Is a booth okay? Yes, thank you. Our specials tonight include the Casa Riena de Pollo, which is a cold, mashed yellow potato infused with key lime juices pressed into a cake and stuffed with chicken. Next, we have a white anchovy pizzetta with eggplant jam, feta olives, and wild arugula. Okay. Finally, for dessert, we have a vanilla bean crème brûlée topped with a cognac brown sugar glaze. Hmm,
5: I'm actually looking to get a house cat. Sorry,
1: we're fresh out. You know,
5: I think maybe you don't know what a pet store is. Sure I do. Okay, then explain what a pet store is. You know, a pet
1: store is a place where you buy food.
5: No, that's a food store. At a pet store,
0: you buy pets. Oh. Yeah.
1: I guess this is a food store. That's my bad! In that case, can I have a schnitzel? Coming right up! Excuse me, do you sell leashes for my dog here? Hey, lady! Take that animal out of here. This is a food store, which means your dog is a health code violation.
2: I am so sorry. The sign out front said. Attention, staff. I have been told that
1: we are actually a food store. Therefore, all employees are now required to wear a hairnet. Aww. The end.
0: Ah, uh, life's biggest questions. What is reality? Do we have free will? What is consciousness? Pet store or food store? I'm going to ponder all those questions during this short break. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh... Just go to... uh, Jeez, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall kids. Kids can practice too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking about the website Carnegie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids, too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it.
1: It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! (laughs)
0: Very good, Peter. (laughs) Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org.
5: Hey, you figured it
4: out!
0: That's kids.carnegiehall.org. Ha! Hey, grown-ups. Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If... Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, IF's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. IF is in theaters May 17th. Best of all, IF celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See IF in theaters May 17th. Welcome back to Story Pirates. Deep Deep Cuts. This last story is called The Goose Prank, and it dates back to season one of the Story Pirates podcast... This story was one of the first stories where we ever really tried to play with genre. And the word genre, when we're talking about stories, just means the kind of story we're telling. And it usually means a very familiar style of story, like one that you've seen before. A story genre could be like superhero story or scary story or detective story or Game show story. When you're listening to this story, see if you can guess what genre or genres we were playing with. Here it is from a fifth grader in Canada named Grace. It's the Goose Prank.
4: Hey, Kyle, you excited for Christmas?
2: Of course I am, Owen. It's only two days
4: away. Man, I hope I get that video game I asked for. I'm hoping for a puppy. What about you, Bethany? What do you want for Christmas? I want the same thing that I've wanted every
3: single year since I was five years old. Is
4: this that thing about your mom's story?
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, Owen. I'll never forget the day I heard that story. That
4: story,
0: So I said to Janice, you can have all the crackers you want. Just leave room for the vlog."
2: <laughs> oh my goodness, you are too much. Mommy? Oh, flashback Bethany, what are you doing out of bed? Did our dinner party stories wake you? Yes? I'm sorry, dear. Here, sit on my lap. I was just about to tell a funny story of my own. (laughs) Oh, I think I know what story this is. (laughs) Oh, is it about
3: the time you tried to use a Bed Bath & Beyond coupon at a Target? (gasps) No, darling.
2: (laughs) That one's just between us. Oh, no. This story happened before you were born. Oh,
0: I love this story.
2: So, there I was walking through the park Uh and I looked up ahead Uh and I saw a goose Uh and then Uh I got charged by the goose! Uh (laughs) 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 What?
3: (laughs) Mom, you got charged by a goose? Wow. I will never forget that story. That story? I've never forgotten that story. Yeah, we know, you tell that story all the time.
4: But what does it have to do with what you want for Christmas?
3: Well, I've given it a lot of thought, and I've decided that this year, I want to play a Christmas prank on my mom.
4: A Christmas prank?
3: Yes. You see, ever since I heard the story of my mom getting charged by a goose, I have dreamed of watching my mom get charged by a goose again. So, I just have one question. Are you in, or are you in?
4: You're crazy, you know that? But I gotta say, it sounds like a great plan. I'm in.
3: Uh, what the heck? You only live once, am I right? Gentlemen, we're gonna catch ourselves a goose tomorrow
2: at the park. Mom, I'm going out! Bethany, where are you going? It's Christmas Eve. Uh, I'm just going to a place for a reason. Well, sounds logical. But make sure you're home well before dinner. Kyle and Owen's families are coming over, and I don't want you to miss out on the stories. I'm gonna tell a new one.
3: Oh, you'll have a new one, all right. I'm
2: sorry, Bethany. What was that? When you made that dramatic turn to gaze out at the horizon with a thousand-yard stare, you started whispering, so I missed most of it. I said, oh, you'll have a new one, all right. Okay, great. Don't stay out too late.
4: Do you ever feel that maybe Bethany's schemes are getting a little out of hand? Are
3: you still thinking about that time that you fell in the pond? Hey, guys. Whoa.
4: Oh, uh, hey, Bethany.
3: Are you guys ready to catch a goose?
4: Actually, we were just talking, and I great. think-
3: Great. I brought a box. Are you sure this is the place? Certain.
4: Look, guys.
3: Huh? It's the goose. This has been my dream ever since I was five.
4: Bethany, be careful.
3: Okay, I'm going to trap him in this box. Owen, stand between the goose and the pond. We can't let him get away. That goose looks really mad.
4: Bethany, he's looking at me. Bethany, he's coming this way.
3: The
2: goose is charging!
3: Oh, Owen fell in the pond! Don't worry, Owen. Just think of what a great story this will be. Bethany, the goose! Whoa, that was
2: close. Come on, we need to go get Owen. Her. And the goose. Bethany, forget the goose. We have to help. Kyle, Her. look out. The goose is charging. Oh, Kyle, go on without me. Her. It's
3: just me and you now, goose. Her. How about a little game of
2: chicken? Her. Her. And then she said to me, Bed Bath & Beyond, lady, you're way off target. Oh, <laughs> no, he
0: did it. Bethany's mom, you are too much. I'll say.
2: Oh, thank you, Owen and Kyle's mom. Say, where are our kids anyway? It's Christmas Eve. Wow. We're right here. Bethany!
0: Owen! Kyle!
2: You three are soaking. What happened? We were just doing a little
3: last minute Christmas shopping. What's in the box? An old friend.
2: What's in the box?
3: Merry Christmas.
2: (laughs) It's the goose! (laughs) 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 Uh, My mom is being charged. a taste of what it felt like getting charged by a goose
0: unbelievable that was the best story i've ever heard oh
2: you are too much bob oh i'm sorry flash forward bethany did we wake you with our dinner party stories yes you always do oops (laughs) i was just telling them the very best story i know about the time i got charged by a goose again (laughs) (laughs) does this mean i'm not grounded anymore oh that's a good question what do you think, Goose? Ha! Goose! The end!
0: Thanks for joining us today. We'll be back next week, March 4th, with a brand new episode of the Story Pirates Podcast. And while you're waiting for that to happen, why not write us a story and have your grown-ups send it in? We read every story we get because they always give us new things to think about and they make us laugh and they let us get to know you better. And guess what? If you've written a story, but you're not sure it's perfect, that is totally okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just send it to us. We would love to read it. And even though it takes us a little while to do it sometimes, we write back to every story we get to tell you just how much we loved it. So get riding and we'll see you soon. Bye! Bye.